Rewind, your weekly look into the world of extremists. We look at ECW Hardcore TV from episode one all the way to four every pay-per-view special and now ECW on TNN in between. You got myself, Paul, and I'm joined as always by Jay. What is happening, Jay? Um, everything and nothing. It's it's all very weird, as we will get into and talk about. But um, yeah, interested to see that ECW still goes from strength to strength. We're about well, we're less than a month away from the next um, WWE 2K22 pack downloading, which has everyone's favourite former ECW tag champion Cactus Jack in. Yeah. So, you know, the, the, the legacy of, of ECW continues to be felt 20-odd years after. And isn't RVD in one of them as well? Yes. Maybe not this one, but he's in one of the future ones, isn't he? Yeah. I like it. And uh, yeah, if you are playing there, a lot of good creations popping up for ECW as well. Yes. So people are already um, on it. Dudley Boys, Ravens, Dreamers, they're all there. So <clears throat> The Ravens are a stunning one. Um yeah, now there are some um, yeah, there are some great ones out there already. So that's decent, and I can confirm that I have actually watched the right episodes this week. Oh, I don't know if I have. So that could be fun. <laughs> well, I assume I had. It's every chance for me to balls this up. Uh, this I, I, I recognise the clip that you put up at underscore sports arena or Instagram. <laughs> so that's promising. That is promising. Um, yeah, this week we are looking at episode 32 of ECW on TNN and episode 362 of Hardcore TV. These are based from March slash April in um, 2000. We're going on the 31st and the 1st. Only 39 Hardcore TVs left to go. I know. But, um, yeah. Sad time. So I think... It's, it's sad times, aren't we? We're gonna do it will it. be sad times. Not yet. It will be. Got plenty more excitement to come. Uh, we kick it off like we do in their order, and let's kick it off on the Friday of ECW on TNN. Episode 32, March 31st, 2000. In the ring, you have Joe and Joey. Um, they throw out loads of TNN digs. And I mean, I, I get it. The networks, you know, fucked them around, not advertising them. But just you know, sort of digging the network on the network. Yeah, to, to leave one way in it. Declare that you are not even going to name check the network that you're on feels. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, you know, you, you could say it feels petulant. That's, that's one kind of word for it. But the other thing is, it just feels ill-advised. I mean, I. I I would love to have like proper insight into uh, were the network in on this? Did did they think this was okay? Had they got all of this cleared that you know they're gonna you know shit on, but that's fine because you know it pulls through. But to just spend chunks of your show literally just taking the piss out of the other programs on your network. You know, it, it. You would, if you were in charge of Roller Jam or one of the other ones, you would be pissed that you know your stablemate is doing nothing. But you're leading as well. 
yeah, why the fuck are you going to watch this? It's weird because it is very ECW. So, I mean, I'm not doubting that. It's very much their yeah. thing. But like you said, it's, um, I, just, I just can't see. Obviously, I, I don't know the, the real situation. Or, but I, I just can't see that they would have greenlit this. No, it feels it feels. Um, but then why are they? Because it's to, not even. But then you know, why are they allow it to go on? Like they could literally just mute it. Uh, yeah, so I mean, there's an element, I guess, of of maybe they're just not paying attention. Is anyone actually paying attention? Yeah. Um, or is it that this was already part of a thing of like, well, you know, we've we've tried. They're they're going to do their wrong. thing. We're going to get rid of them, and we're going to move on. Yeah, we're just going to get raw and move on. Yeah, well, you know, we've 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 trialed wrestling. It seems to work. We might as well go all in for someone that's not going to just bitch about the other programs that are around it. Yeah, it's it's um again it will get the pop from the crowd, but it's it's a weird sort of take and, and direction. Um. Cyrus does come out very pro, obviously TNN. Talks about super crazy. We'll be in a match tonight. Tajiri comes out, calms Tajiri down, and Bailey bases crazy is going to face him, as in Cyrus. Yes. Which was um, um Tajiri was calmed down by I'm yeah, uh, I'm on your side. I'm the one who wants to keep you here. These two want you cancelled. They want you released. They want you back in big Japan, jobbing to Abdullah the Butcher and his fork. ECW legend, Abdullah the Butcher. Yeah. ECW legend, the fork. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, a, it was, a. again, it's a very strange, um, you know, they're, they're all about being inside at the moment. And that's that's a weird setup for me. The thing is, they always were. They're always like the the full full kind of company, but they're in a situation now where it feels a lot more forced. Yeah, like Shane Douglas firing shots at other champions, everyone firing shots at each other. They're very much in this stage where they're not really firing shots at other companies. No, they're firing shots at themselves. Yeah, when instead of you know talking about. WCW being crap at this point or obviously again they might have a working relationship with the feds so who don't really know if they can do it but yeah everything they don't really fire shots at other companies now nothing like really noticeable when before like Mike awesome you know like Taz would always say and Chang Douglas would always say this is the only belt you know fuck all the others they come here and call them out by name and they just None of that anymore. Who's going to beat me? 56-year-old man or... Yeah, yeah. Joey, and it's just... So, um, it's crazy. And we get the intro music. Um, then see Danny Doran and Roadkill. So they get their hand on the Dangerous Alliance. Which is, like, fine. Then they throw out some Electra digs, which should be expected. The Baldies then walk past... Um, sort of mumbling, looking for Tommy Dreamer. Dorian's like, we're trying to cut promo. He's pretty much like, I don't give a shit. Um, Dorian's like, I don't give a shit about you. 
and um, punches him, and then the other baldies come in. It ends up three against two, and the baldies kind of leave during a roadkill lane. Pretty nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the baldies just suddenly kind of appear, uh, the rest of the baldies. Um, yeah, that's that's basically where we are. It's just such a like. I know they, they invest and they get behind people like the Baldies and that, but it's always like, like stop start. Like Doyle and Roadkill very much just sort of get pushed as the team and potential the team to win the belts. And but they always just kind of then they get beaten up out the back and they just sort of they lose a bit of the momentum. I feel because you know it's Impact players saying they're not good enough and they're not strong enough to face them, and you sort of sort of. Start to see it at a point because they're they use is just sort of fodder to build up someone else. Yeah, um, but it could have just been to pull apart and then just everyone brawling and everyone pushing both sides and no one had to lose as such. So we will um, we will definitely get there and get into this. Um, but it is it's, it's very strange, you know. We, we've got. Um, do you think if there was basically they all started brawling officials and other wrestlers again for example because they'll have a pull apart came in pulled both parties apart and Doran Roadkill was shouting in the ring or something or just do you know what I mean something where it tied everything together a bit more I don't know if that's yes. too fed but do you know what I mean sank along those lines rather than just baldies just you know, the good, the good guys got the sucker punching and then just had the shit kicked out of them. It don't make any sense. No, uh, and and it's still this thing of um, it's like reverse booking. I'm not, I'm not totally sure when they became the good guys. I know, but you know, it basically is though. It's, it's the. the you know, they're the good guys because their manager turned, I guess. They sucker punch the bad guys and the bad guys just beat them up. And you think, well, what are the good guys getting from this? Yeah. They all sort of just laid out and and cool. But, um, yeah, so we get that. That happens. Uh, but they go to the ring, get to Jerry versus little Guido. Solid match. Um, decent watch. Obviously, seen it quite a few times, but still, they're part of the triangle. Those two in like crazy. They always have like good matches against each other. It's just repeated a fair amount. Did enjoy the finish though to this. Yes, uh, to Jury, I thought with a stunning brainbuster off the top rope, so crisp you almost didn't even realise it was a brainbuster. But um, yeah, what did you think of the match? I, I, I thought it was um, a very good match. Um, uh, I mean, they, 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 they don't disappoint. We know they don't disappoint. Um, and, you know, one of the things that we often say, I often say is, you know, it's, it's, it's a good match. It's just, you know, one of a number of good matches. What I will say on this one is, is you know, it did seem to be one of their, their better, which is, a, which is a high watermark. It's a high benchmark as to, Know what they do and how they achieve. Um, uh, no, I thought it was a really good, um, 
match. I, I thought they did very, very well with it. Um, they got a certain amount of time. They, you know, they got a decent amount of time in it. Um, I, I'm not overly sure who the the heel is in this feud and match. I know, I know, you know, it, it doesn't really matter. The answer is it doesn't matter. But um, yeah, I mean, am I meant to be cheering for Tajiri and the network, or am I little Guido who still is a heel? Well, this is it. I mean, it doesn't matter, but then it doesn't matter all the same because you've got two sort of heels sort of vying for a position to take on a face. When again, the the, the typical storytelling would be the other way around, where the heels want the title and you almost have two faces having to sort of, you know, put their friendship aside to try and battle it out, to try and Get them. It's all very weird. Like, I mean, again, great matches, but it's just sort of very bizarre. What's that exhausted booking? It feels quite exhausted booking, some of this. They're just putting together bits and. So instead of like booking shows, it feels like they've done house shows and they've got a bunch of matches and they, they try to just do random sort of backstage bits or something to make some of it work. That was a baldy situation. And now this one, it's just like, um, yeah, yeah, it's a fun match, but you have to almost, again, like live in the world of sort of grey where baby face and heels don't exist because it doesn't matter. But then it does. But, um, yeah, absolutely. Doesn't take away from an amazing, beautiful brain buster. Um, Mike Olsen at the back. Just a quick shout. He basically said, "No one will ever take this belt away from him. It's the most important belt in the business." And that's that. That actually took it. Which is uh, just just the fact that you know at least he's trying to get the belt over a little bit. But um, I, I I I struggle with the fact that we still do not have anyone chasing the champion. And and this will come up again in just a second, but uh, you know, Taz was the last person who chased the belt. Yeah, I mean, even Spike, for his own admittance, said he didn't give a fuck about the belt. He just wanted to beat up Mike Olsen. Yeah. So it's um yeah, like I said, I can't. I honestly can't remember the last person. That's it, apart from Taz. Maybe Taz is the last. Taz and Jane Douglas. Who actually wanted well, to be the world champion. Yeah. She's mental, really. I know it's like, um, I mean, late 2000, no, late um, 98, early 99, wasn't it? But, you know, that's insane, really, just when you think over a year and no one really is into it. No one's, no one's, no one's, yeah. I mean, yeah, like Mr. Would... is not chasing the belt, he's just more chasing, chasing... fight forever against Mike Olsen. Yeah, he's not, he's not interested in being the champion, he's interested in beating Mike Olsen. Um, and 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 that's the bit, it's it's this weird kind of you know, no one's actually after, after him. 
Yeah, no, it's um, it's fucked up. Um, Sinister Minister in a lift, as, as you do. I I quite liked this. It was it was very bizarre. Um, but I liked it. It was it was it was different. Not all of them landed. Um, some of the the the, the cards and whatever were. Um, not quite what you'd 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 be looking for, and you know the the, the comments were um, a little bit dumb. Yeah. Um, but no, I I enjoyed it. You know, it was different. It was it was something that was um, dealt with in a different way, which I I, I appreciated. So yeah, I I I was. I was into this overall, I think. Well, the, uh, the thing is, Sinister Minister, I feel like they're very much almost doing like, the, the jazz thing with Sinister. Like, have they actually said his name yet? No. Um, it's, it's a tease, isn't it? So you've got the, um, and if you need me, here's my card. <laughs> kind of thing. Um, yeah. But, um, and my no, thing obviously steady transition now constantly they're laughing and which I think yeah, is good good for his character it will be yes I mean it's it's I, I like the fact that he's kind of you know they, they've got the derangedness going on um, but yeah it's 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 um it's different. I like. I like the fact it's different. I like the fact it's. Um, yeah, I, I, I like what they're doing with it. That works. Um, see Dorian and Roku on the way to the ring. Uh, they challenge Baldies. Come out. They challenge Baldies to a Kansas City street fight. Uh, it's always the best type of street fights. Well, it's, it's violent. I can't believe we get away with this again. Um, Baldy say it's three on two. They said you're right, but we've got a partner. It brings out New Jack. Oh no, Balls <laughs> no, Mahoney. Don't, oh no, don't, we don't talk about New Jack. God forbid. We don't talk about New Jack. Brings out um, Tommy Dreamer. The bounty on his head. He doesn't care. So, so we still don't exactly know the rules of how to cash this period. So um Danny Doring and Roadkill. Yeah. Are feuding with the impact players because they've never got their their shot that the number one contender shot that they were that they won. Yeah. And and the impact players declared that they weren't worth their time. Um, they're also feuding with the Dangerous Alliance because mm-hmm. of Electra. And they're now feuding question mark with with the with the Baldies. Their partner is Toby Dreamer, who's yeah. feuding with the Baldies because of a hit put on him by, we assume, Raven. 
Raven is feuding with Dreamer. And also as a tag team with Mike Awesome feuding with the Impact players. Yeah. Mike Awesome is also feuding as well as with the Impact players with Tanaka. Fight forever. The Impact players are feuding with Raven and Awesome, kind of with Doring and Roadkill, but not really. And also with Chetty and Nova. Yeah. And the Baldies are feuding with New Jack and Balls Mahoney. Balls Mahoney is feuding with the Baldies and the network. The network are feuding with Balls Mahoney and Sandman. Have I missed anyone or is that kind of it? Kind of it. The thing is, with this roster, looking at it, they've actually got a solid roster that you could go off and and do enough to make good programs. So you take the belts off the Impact players because I, I feel like they're, they've been positioned slightly too high above the tag team division. So they've got that weird thing where you look around and you think, who's actually going to beat these two for the belts? Yep. Kind of thing. They're, they're, they're a little step above, you know. Similar to like when um, two-man power trip, like Triple H and Stone Cold had the tag belts in WWE. You kind of looked around and you thought, you're going to need like a super group to get together to beat these, which is what happened. They had to put like, you know, Dream with Tanaka and Raven with Awesome, became super tag teams, weren't tag teams to beat it. So you can take the belts off them and have this really cool mid-card tag team division of just great workers to build everyone up, which I, I guess it sort of eventually becomes. But they've got enough there to do that now. You could then position Sandman, I'd say after the world title, and him and Mike Awesome could have... A well, I mean, you know, to... happy for Sandman to be positioned for the TV title with him and Rhino, but Commit yeah, to right, it. The thing, Ryan has not got the TV title, though. No, because Super Crazy good, has. It, Although, it we don't quite know why Super Crazy has, because you're, you're, you're delaying. And, and, you know, this is the thing. You, you have too many heel champions and no one chasing them. The only time someone is chasing the belt at the moment is for the TV championship, because, you know, the network wants it. And why the network one, the TV one, rather than the world heavyweight one, which has been diminished, or the tag team one, I don't know. But the network want the TV championship, so that's the feud. Because the thing is, RVD comes back and obviously goes into Rhino TV title, all that sort of thing. When the truth is, RVD coming back should have gone straight after the world title. Yeah. Just should have. You've got a great opportunity. He's he's the marquee guy. He just should have been on top. You know, whether it'd been awesome still there or awesome sort of goes whoever's left with the belt, it was there, you know? There's enough. Raven doing nothing. Put Raven in a feud with um Lance Storm. 
have Lance Dorm as this, you know, almost sort of straight edge, not drinking, not smoking, pure athlete versus Raven. Promo's right itself, really. I mean, they're throwing out enough digs about Raven anyway. Why not have Lance Storm do it in a promo? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, a, it, it's, it's there. Like, there's enough to do it to create things, but they just sort of just um, plod in and Carino fits in wherever he wants. Yeah, and, and it's all very. I, 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 it's just kind of. It feels gun shy. It feels as if everyone's so worried about, you know, needing to make sure we've got like backup plans because that it's all so interspersed that it kind of gets a little bit lost. I, I feel also. Again, you don't know what kind of contracts these guys are on, but I, I feel there's a massive fear that everyone's going to jump again. Yeah. I, I, I feel like he doesn't trust Raven. He doesn't trust Sandman. Um, he trusts Dreamer, but Dreamer doesn't want the belt or whatever. Jones, and and is, is drastically injury-prone. I think that's the other part, is you've got some who, you know, I don't know how long they're here for. Yeah. Uh, and you've got others who... Um, I don't know how long they can keep going. Yes, it's this weird kind of thing. But I don't know. It's because you see some matches here and you think, oh, they're suspect. But if you look at the roster, you think there are some great feuds that have never happened here. You sort of just not letting loose. I mean, Raven, even Raven, just incredible if you want to go down that route. There's enough to sort yeah, of do, it's... do a thing. It's this weird kind of everyone's involved in everything. Yeah. But it's like seven or eight people. Some of it feels like they've got a couple of different sort of match loops when they're touring or doing whatever shows. And they're somehow trying to use the footage but work out they're all feuding to justify using the footage. When, you know, Dorian and Roadkill and Dangerous Alliance shouldn't really take long this long for like no payoff that could have been a main event on TNN but the feud's Danny Doring and Electra yeah there isn't anything about anyone else the feud's Danny Doring and Electra yeah, there's not even been like a, a face to face really or anything it's been so minimal no it's a feud about you know Doring apparently having a small dick and Electra being old. Yeah, but no, it's, it's just a weird, um, weird place. So we do get the um, the street fight, uh, Dreamer Doring and Roadkill versus the Baldies. Again, decent match. I think it's probably good for Doring and Roadkill to see him in a street fight because they're normally just sort of very much straightforward tag matches. So give someone like Roadkill a chance to um, open up a bit and do get a bit more involved in the sort of the. Sort of Roadkill had a, an amazing spot, which um, didn't, you know, the, I think it was. Um, I can't remember which one of the borders is, uh, I, I, but um, they moved from the, from the spots to kind of steal it, basically. But um, he set um, one of the borders up on a table. Yeah. in the ring and then uh, climbed and balanced on the top rope 
uh, like not on the turnbuckle, but actually in the middle of the rope um, to then do a jumping elbow from like balanced on the top rope to try yeah. and put him through the table. Um, but he moved. But it's things like, you know, the, the, so I think it was the, 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 the super crazy Tajiri match. They're talking about how the table didn't break. And they're saying, and uh, Joey and Joel are talking about how that's because they don't pre-cut their tables like others. And you kind of yeah. sit there going, I don't, I don't know why, why that's a conversation that's happening. Yeah, it's just, it's just so weird. I mean, really, some of it. I mean, that's there is still a lot of good bits, but yeah, just bits. There, like that, there just... definitely are, and, and we'll get to those in a minute. But um, no, it's just it, it. It's it's a little bit. It feels a little bit lost again. It feels yeah, like you know, there's there's a couple of things that they're just trying to keep warm until the next pay per view. So we you know we don't really want to do much with Dreamer and Raven. We don't really want to do much with the Impact players and Raven and, and Awesome and Tanaka and Dreamer. Um, we don't really want to do Rhino versus Super Crazy just yet. Yeah. Um, so we'll just kind of do Rhino versus Super Crazy anyway. Um, so yeah, it, it, it feels again as if it's a stalling between pay-per-views. Big time. Um... Dreamer did pick up the win when Dreamer DDT'd, I want to say Grimes onto a guardrail and got the pin. Sure. I'm sure that's what happened. Um, we then took World um, Television title match. Obviously, it turns out it's not Cyrus. We end up getting crazy versus Rhino. Um, good match. Yeah, it is a very good match. It is a very good match. Um, crazy does win. I, I feel like again not pulling the trigger on Rhino, and he sort of hurts Rhino after a while, even though it does work out right for him. But um, I, um, I think crazy getting a clean pin was interesting. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't know whether that's the. Uh, that's the decision I would have made there. But this is it, though. You, again, you build Rhino up to this this absolute point, and then they just every time they go, uh, not now. Yeah, he's unstoppable. He's the man. Uh, not now. But this thing, and, and then what you have to do is the the, the post match beatdown of everyone, so Rhino gets his heat back and is the monster again. Yeah, but it's what they've always done, though. Like we said. When they first started TNN, they were sitting there having Rhino destroy some jobber guy in like you know one minute. Then on TNN they're showing Taz absolutely you no know, sell him and destroy him. Yeah, and you sort of sit there and think, what is what's any of this? You know? Yeah, absolutely. So, it's all very confusing. Um. After the match, the network do come down, start beating up crazy. The crowd's chanting for Sandman. Sandman does come out, has a little flurry, but ends up basically getting battered again. 
And, Standard. Uh, yeah, you've got um, Carino and Victory holding the Sandman while Rhino just canes him over and over. At Cyrus's request. At Cyrus's request. And then, yeah, the show ends. Yeah, and then a double spear. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah, again, you know, I don't quite know why. No, I don't really know why. And, um, yeah, that's how it ends. So that takes us to Hardcore TV, episode 362 on the 1st of April 2000, so basically a day later. Um, show kicks off with the Impact players on the way to the ring, which, you know, I think is decent. It's a good start. Uh, we then get an intro video, pretty standard. We then um, get the Impact players. Coming away from the ring. Yeah, basically, he cuts to them shouting at a match going, a fan going, that's it, we're not going to wrestle then. And just sort of walk off. And you think, well, I've got no context to this. But something's happened. And then Nova grabs it. It says, get your ass in the fucking ring. And he listens. Pretty prompt. It's just incredible straight in the ring. Respects Nova's words. And uh, we then got the match. Impact players versus Chris Chetty and Nova. Chris Chetty and Nova, who, again, lost the number one contender match yeah. to Doring and Roadkill. Yeah, this is also true. Um, yeah, what do you think of this? I, I, I thought it was an all right match. Um, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was fine. It was, it was, you know, you didn't ever really kind of buy that there's any peril. Um, uh, but you know, it, it, it was quite a good match. They, they, they had some, some nice chemistry at points. Yeah. I mean, the end all became a bit of a cluster, basically. It looked like, Chitting over, had it won. Don Marie came in, made the save, which led to Jazz coming out of nowhere and Jazz taking out Don Marie, which then led to Jason coming in and Jason sort of helped sort of take out Jazz and then. Um, Fight forever. Yeah, and then um, Just Incredible, I think, ends up hitting her with the That's Incredible. And um, yeah, they end up getting the win and yeah, Impact players. Retain again, it's not a bad thing. I mean, again, impact players feel like they're never on TV, they literally get out 30 seconds, yes, yeah, promo. So it's actually good. They were the hottest team until they won the belt. I don't know if that was going on. And, when, uh, they were, when they were chasing, couldn't get there's a, of them. There's a team here who actually wants to, to fight for the championship and is calling them out to fight for the championship. So, you know, that's that's positive, yeah. So we get that. We get a video basically saying that RVD is um, returning. On his way so back. Good. Hype video. Nice. Carino is in the ring. Uh, begins attacking and cutting a promo on a HC lock. The extreme referee. The extreme referee talks about him training and stuff like this. Uh, lock there basically grabs the mic and he wants to kick Carino's ass. We then get a match. Carino versus Locke. A decent match. I don't. I didn't mind this. I don't, I'm a bit of a sucker for Carino, but it was fine. Um, Carino overall looked like he probably had it won until um, Dusty Rhodes came out and um, distracted 
Carino enough for Locke to pick up the win, which I thought was fair. Yep. Uh, you could see Dusty still around, to be fair. He's doing enough. But again, I, I don't know how much Dusty wants to do or how much Dusty doesn't want to do, but why is this man not just cutting promos for hours? Yeah. Just, just you know, just like just loads of backstage bits or do whatever, follow him to a ranch or whatever you want to do, like old school, but just have this man just cutting promos. It's dusty fucking rose, he doesn't talk. One of the best talkers to ever do it. It's just I mean, you just would, wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean it depends on what you're trying to get across, I'm sure. Um, you know, you, you there seems to be a continuation of this. Well, no, there is a continuation of this. We've just fucking seen it. So if there is going to be a continuation of this, why isn't he coming in and cut the promos? You know, if you don't want him to cut like, you know, random generic, you know, against all people of ECW kind of promos, I get it. But you've obviously got some more mileage that you want to get out of him and Carino. Uh, Carino is carrying around the cowbell and, you know, Stardust and various other things now. So um, you you would think that he could still be, you know, in a promo battle. And, and you know, you could, you could rustle through a month's worth in, you know, 90 minutes with, with the dream. Yeah, and again... Fantasy booking for something that happened 20 years ago, they could have gone down a road which just led to Carino was turning face. And you could have had Dusty and Carino try to go for you know tag team titles, mm. it would have been in a pay per view match. You could have had impact players versus Carino and Dusty. If Carino basically worked most of the match, but do had Dusty there, and it would have been, it would have been decent, it would have been a spectacle. You could have got more out of him and would have helped Carino raise up. But yeah, um, that happens. We then randomly had Mike Awesome against Kid Cash again. Awesome just destroys him. Yeah, again, we've got Awesome kind of running out to attack people rather than anything else. Uh, I did love the amount that Awesome did with the, the belt still on. How you can do kind of, you know, like release belly to belly over the top suplexes whilst still wearing this huge chunk of metal that not only is heavy, but will also kind of limit your, your ability to kind of move um, is ridiculous. Um, I mean, they have good matches, but yeah. who's Mike Awesome feuding with? Who's, who's after the heavyweight championship? Um, how Kid Cash has now got two championship uh, shots compared to anyone else, you know, Dudley Tanaka and and Kid Cash. This is is his, you know, his his card so far. Um, and again, Kid Cash, who hasn't done much, um, has now had two world title shots. Yeah. During and over won a. Doring and, and um, Roadkill won a number one contenders match and haven't had one. I mean, again, you kind of look at it and you think, oh, 
apart from maybe Simon Dean, I can't think of the last match that Kid Cash even won. Diamond, yeah. That's what I mean, yeah, Simon Diamond. Simon Dean is, is who Nova future, becomes. Future Nova, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, she probably beat him at some point in the fence, but yeah. And that's the thing, and and you know that was uh you know that that led straight into this in the sense of um, get out of my ring, and he didn't. You know, and Simon Diamond did, uh, and yeah, it's it's just very. It's a weird way to get into a match. Um, I feel. Yeah, no, big time. Um, so that happens. Obviously, obviously, awesome retains. We then get the whole crazy Rhino segment that we just finished tuning off. It happened earlier this week. Not yesterday, night. yeah, <laughs> about twelve hours before. But um, yeah, so we got that again. Obviously, the Sandman ending this show on the same note that we ended the last show with us finishing the shows. Uh, Jay, what did you think? What was your match of the week? Um, Whichever order I, you want. I, I, I think it's an interesting kind of setup at the moment because they have some great people. They have some great matches. I struggle with the fact that the matches don't mean anything. Yep. Um, and as I said, they all feel like they're, they're, they're holding time until we do the big thing whatever the next big thing is. Um, so it's, it's, it's hard because it's kind of like things just don't really move. Um, Tajiri versus uh, Guido was a great match. They're always great matches. They've had hundreds of them. Um, awesome versus uh, Cash was a good match. It was a good match at the pay-per-view as well. Um, so they're all all just kind of you know Rhino super crazy and, and to the beat down and everything else. It all feels um, weirdly familiar, um, which is you know a, a strange place to be. Um, I think in regards to match of the week, I'm trying. I'm 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 torn. Because um, I think you know there were two matches that were 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 very good matches, which was um, Tajiri versus Guido and Awesome versus Kid Cash. Both were really really good, entertaining, solid matches. However, I think on an enjoyment level, on a story level, on a slightly new level um carino versus the extreme referee for me had more in it I, I'm, I'm enjoying watching the evolution of carino you know he's in he's in trunks now he's you know in cowboy boots he's you know we're seeing kind of the evolution of him um and it it wasn't as good a technical match as either of the other two the other two were far better technical work rate matches but they are always good technical work rate matches. That's the thing. It's something fresh. It's been it's a few that's been building up. Um, they brought back in the story of Dusty. I feel like it had enough. Yeah. Yeah. It had enough. 
and, and if we get you know exactly the same next week, then spoilers, I'm going to, to struggle with it ever so slightly because you know we've we've just seen this. Exactly. Obviously, that's the sort of the, the downside. But yeah, this week you know, it is fresh and decent, even though we don't get it next week because well, we watched next week last week. <laughs> I'm going up what happens. Uh, <laughs> good times. Uh, if you want to get involved in the conversation, it's very simple. Just go to underscore sports arena on Instagram or Twitter. That's where you see us. Keep tagging us in those posts if you're making. Your custom balls, Mahoney uh, figures and chairs. We see them. We love them. You know, obviously, you remember an event. Tag us in it. All this stuff. We are absolutely loving it. Keeping the revolution alive. All things ECW. There's been a massive surge recently. And we're, we're enjoying the wave of it all. It's good that everyone's appreciating extreme. We absolutely are. Um, it's uh, It really is you know, interesting to kind of see the resurgence again um, as as things go on. It seems that the kind of the, the, the slight resurgence of um, RIOH has has kind of had a knock-on with with ECW, which is interesting and, and, and um, good to see. And uh, we wait to see more of it. And uh, hopefully next week we, we get to see... I, I, I miss Francine being our... our sassy princess rather than whatever it is so i'm hoping that works through but that's all next week's excitement and until then just like rvd who's coming back by the way so i can still use this that was the whole fucking show <laughs>